Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back into Mining Stock Daily. We have another corporate update uh, for you today. We are happy to welcome back in to the show the CEO of Roscan Gold. Roscan trades in uh, trades on the TSX Venture with ROS and also on the OTC here in the United States with RCGCF. Nana Segmua, uh, it's been a while since you've been on the show because there's a couple things been going on. Uh, you just kind of summed it up nicely, so I don't know if we even need to go any further. But you got money in the bank, you got growing land, <coughs> land properties, and uh, the drills are behaving. So, what else can you say? <laughs> well, thanks for having me on the show again. And you're right, it's been quite some time because we clearly were in distribution, but in uh, market, and um, basically. Soon after, we had a few updates as well, and we were in our own marketing spree as well. So it's great to be on the show and update viewers and listeners of what's transpired over the few weeks where we've been absent and where we think the story's going. Okay, so so let's start with the latest press release, and that is uh, new drill results that came out from both the Mankuki Discovery Zone and also the main Mankuki Southern Zone uh, with the, we'll call it MS2, the Mankuki Discovery Zone. MS2 is how you classify it in the press release. Uh, Nana, really pretty high grade here. And I'm assuming this continues to be oxidized uh, heat bleachable material, but seven and a half grams per ton over 19 meters. Uh, that also included five meters of just over 21 grams per ton. Uh, really excellent grades here, Nana. The, your comments on what you found. Yeah, so basically, it's exciting to be hitting these high grades near surface in different zones of our permit area where we didn't think there was anything that really existed. So it's, it, it points to the growth and the skill potential that is available to the MS uh, target area. And we've gotten about three zones right now that we can actively be moving on towards a resource delineation. And there seems to be a connecting trend to Mankuki West, which we recently acquired and has a very distinct magnetic feature, which was flagged in our uh, geophysics prioritization exercise. And we actively drilling as we chase mineralization to the north. So we're happy to be finding new zones. We happen to be seeing that there's some interconnectivity within the zone and a new land package that has barely been touched. So we're very excited about what the future holds as the bricks continue to turn actively on all these targets. Uh, so continued ongoing drilling. How many drills are on the ground currently operating? So we have six rigs currently ongoing as we finalize our prioritization exercise, which has been very exciting because we've come up with quite a number of interesting new areas as well, in addition to what we have. But um, the focus is to make sure that we pick the targets that would delineate some ounces for us uh, as early as Q, uh, Q4, and then continue to build upon the remaining uh, generative targets that has come up from the geophysical survey. So they're not lack of targets to chase, if I should put it that way. And uh, we also do in a two-pronged approach where 
the targets that we know well, we want to put some ounce numbers around them so that people would begin to understand the scale that we are dealing with. And if all these new discoveries yield ounces, then clearly we should be in a multi-million ounce come, and that should stretch valuations a lot higher than where we see them right now. You also have been adding more square kilometers to the Candioli project here. Uh, just, I believe it was two weeks ago, you announced uh, you added um, an area called Bantanko East. Uh, it, you know, can you talk about really how, with this addition, how big is the land package there at Candiole in, Mo- in Mali? Uh, and how does that compare to other big players, not only in exploration, but also in the mining industry there in the, in the nation? Yeah, so basically that really uh, stretches uh, our tenement packages to a total of 402 square kilometers. So that's about uh, three times the land package that B2 Gold has in that area. And it's comparable to what Barry Gold's out there. So clearly we are amongst one of the largest land uh, holders in a very prolific area that has delineated and produced over 50 million ounces and well known to be discovering tier one scale assets, which can hold production levels of about 500,000 ounces a year. So that scale is really exciting, but more importantly, we've been focusing mainly on this new uh, apparel structure belt um, that we call the SKMS zone, where we've seen the Serabaya, Mankuki, uh, Kabaya, and Serco discoveries all made along the trend, and it's shaping up to be another very prolific trend. With this recent acquisition, we've also tapped into the other well-known trend, which is the SMZ zone, which has yielded discoveries like the Fecola, the um, Lulu, the Guancoto, plus 5 million ounce deposits all in that direction. And we see a splay structure coming into the zone that we've acquired, which happens to be just about 1.6 kilometers away from the Fecola permit. So it's exciting that we've picked up a lot more ground, a lot more prospective ground, which I think should equate to potential exploration upside and gives us a good foundation to build on and uh, the goal is to basically be testing all these targets uh, in the near term which should yield a lot more discoveries which should eventually drive much higher valuation stock as we focus on moving the ones that we know well towards resource delineation towards engineering studies as we move the whole platform more into a production are there, knowing the geophysics and the data and all the structures and what's moving here uh, underneath the surface, do you see more potential to add to your land package? Do you have reason to add more to it? Or are you going to really focus on drilling the project and, and putting together a resource? Um, it's, it's, it's going to be a combination of both. I mean, once we have access to add some more strategic contiguous land, we would, because we know that that's just the first base to make sure that you are able to build a significant land, uh, uh, I mean, significant resource base 
because uh, it's a very prospective land package all over that area. But you don't know where the massive kahuna is. So once you basically expose yourself into a lot of the grounds out there with the team that we have, which we strategically pick up these packages that are available because we know they're sitting on exciting trends that could lead to uh, significant discoveries. I think it's a very good step to be taken and uh, we'll continue to explore and enhance those opportunities. However, we also realize that as we get these land packages, a lot of people quickly would ask what is the potential there? What many ounces are you finding here? So we got to do the two-pronged approach where the ones that we already have a good handle on that we've been drilling, we move them into resource space and uh, we should be sharing our strategies to the market very shortly, highlighting the targets that we are very confident of delineating resources around them uh, by year end in the coming weeks. So the target prioritization exercise is ongoing and um, we should be sharing that to the street uh, very shortly. Okay, so really putting out the strategy for the rest of the year. Um, I would assume there are there's drill core in the assay labs awaiting to get those numbers back as everybody you're not you're not immune to that as everybody else. Yeah, I mean basically we 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 prob I mean we're going to be targeting close to about 100,000 meters of drilling this year. Um, we have drilled over 20,000 meters already. We've released some of the results. There's some still in the lab. And uh, these are across all the multiple targets and discoveries that we've announced to the street. So the, it's going to be busy. The news flow is definitely going to be consistent going forward. Uh, I mean, the drill news flow. And um, I think that's where the excitement should really be because we, we're happy to have gotten a lot more independent voices on the story on the street, and they should be able to distill some of these results and start signaling to the street with potentially sitting on ahead of our resource update uh, towards the end of the year. Now we're targeting, like we always say consistently, uh, a million ounces. Um, that is going to be a stage that we need to get to to be able to start putting some development numbers around this, and that's the goal. Just closed a pretty good financing. What's the bank account look like these days? Well, I mean, uh, it's it's heavy, and we like <laughs> it to be heavy because it gives us the ability to. Uh, chase all these targets that we find and all these discoveries that we are finding. So we've got six drill rigs turning, and we're not too far of the 15 million Mac. And we, we, we intend to increase the firepower as necessary. Um, we probably will be used putting about 60 to 70% of that into advanced targets that's going to be yielding resources. But um, exploration is always a numbers game and you don't want to get your pipeline dry. So we would still be ch I mean, chasing generative targets so that our pyramid would always be full at the bottom and we should be able to be moving some surprises up the curve and that the thing is what would have been. 
Is there a like a rainy season there where you're exploring? Yeah, I mean, basically there is a rainy season and it starts sometime in July. So it's approaching okay. back. I mean, <clears throat> a lot of juniors usually did their work and then basically uh, closed shop for the rainy season coming back in October. Last year, we did it differently. We did a survey of all our target areas, particularly the areas north of the river. Uh, Southern Mankuki, our prime target, actually happens to be south of the river. So that's why we reduce firepower on it and then increase the rate count on the northern target. But it worked. We actually made some discoveries on these target areas. And they were very well mapped up in areas where we had more lateritic cover so that the rates could move back and forth without any issues. Um, and the tracks, I mean, the support vehicles also move in and out. So it's a plan to repeat the same strategy this year around. So uh, there wouldn't be any hiatus where we wouldn't be drilling. We'll be drilling right through till the end of the year. Okay. Nana, I appreciate your time. It's good to catch up with you once again. It has been too long, uh, but it sounds like there's going to be a bountiful amount of news hitting the tape here in the next coming weeks and next month. So look forward to catching up with you once again when that happens. Always a pleasure to be with you, Trevor. All right, that's Nana Sengmua. He's one of the nicer CEOs we have. Woo. Love talking to you, buddy. Uh, that's, he's the CEO of Roscan Gold, trades on the TSX Venture with ROS, and also on the OTC with RCGCF. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decision.